What I'm hearing is the machines are taking over. Welcome back. Wing It Podcast, KoosDigital.com, episode 14. Who do we have? Robin Kroll. Renata Ramastra. Kevin Butler. Welcome, everybody. Hello. <laughs> so are the machines really going to take over here? No. That's what we're talking about today. That sounds like something a machine would say. <laughs> the no? <laughs> denial. Don't denial. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, with all this AI and machine learning and... Elon Musk and batteries, pretty soon we're going to be out of the job. You know, that's what it seems like. Marketers are just going to be out of the job. Or is that maybe a bit far-fetched and there's a way to sort of automate manual laborious tasks with humans? So what we're talking about is, this was Robin's idea. Cause she's <laughs> this our, was my idea. Because she's our VP of Data and Insights. Right. So, so. she lives and breathes this stuff. Yes, but, but it's very, very uh, bullish on the, the human intervention part, right? Yes. So we're trying to understand marketing automation, which is our core business. Does that mean we're just automating ourselves out of the job? Or what does it mean? And why do you still need people part of the equation? Right? Absolutely. Okay. So first of all, can we just talk a little bit about the name? Because we seem to go around a little bit on this right now. So... Kev, I'll let you rip into this one. Yeah, because those of those of you who know me pretty well know that I always kind of say I don't like the name marketing automation because it's not like you can go buy these great tools and then you're done by lunch setting it up and we're on the golf course by 1 p.m. You flip a switch and the money just pours in. Correct. I do not feel that way. I think it's these names for these tools should probably be something more like marketing engagement platforms and mm -hmm. this idea that um, they support the ability to engage an audience at a level of scale right? Less yeah. so than just completely automating everything for good and set and forget and you're done. Right. I mean, you're not really automating the function of marketing. And in some cases, we're saying marketing is playing a bigger role than just top of funnel. So that sort mm -hmm. of that doesn't tell the whole story, right? Right. Because you're, you're automating certain uh, repeatable tasks, things that you can use data to be able to say, yeah, this is, this is how um, the, the next mech, next action should occur. Mm -hmm. But there's all the stuff that has to happen beforehand in order to be able to set up the automation, that that's absolutely something that you need humans involved, right? So you need the, there's the, the strategy, um, there's understanding the implications on the business, there's making the decisions where, who is going to be involved uh, from the, the creative, right? So we were mm -hmm. talking a little bit about that. And those are absolutely things that humans have to be driving in order for the automation so, to even come So maybe, play. maybe we could talk about, you know, so we're saying why people need to be involved. Um, but More no. than need to be involved, right? Like people are essential for marketing automation to be successful. Yes. From my perspective. Yes. So mm -hmm. if you said we're, we're, in the world now where marketers are being asked to do more and we actually can do a whole lot more to me it sort of speaks to one thing is like not really an efficiency i don't i don't like the idea of like this just being an efficiency mm. play as much as it is about effectiveness and volume so if you could do more as an individual and i think renata you could talk maybe a little bit about how 
with marketing automation now at your side for a couple of years now, how you've been able to do a whole lot more than which is things like more campaigns, more revenue being driven. Sure. So, I mean, we can turn over and, and certainly reach a, a larger number of people. Um, and we can certainly utilize the platform to personalize the way in which we're reaching those customers. But I think this the, the fear always when we talk about automation is that, you know, we're going to have these robots come in and do the thinking for us. And that will never be the case in any industry that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You absolutely need people as Robin said, to be analyzing that data, be to, to figure out, you know, what are the tools necessary to actually make those platforms work for you? And one of the things that we're doing with our um, particular customer right now is like list management. We're looking at what kind of data do we need to pull from the customer mm. side to then integrate into the platform to actually develop um, coherent uh, email campaigns and, and social media campaigns and so forth. And, and you can't do that, Just you can't just press a button and have it pull all the right data for you. You always need somebody back there spot checking and ensuring that the right data is coming down um, and it's being utilized effectively, so. Yeah, so if you thought, how do I, you know, one of the questions that we were thinking about was how do you achieve your marketing automation? Or how do you get to marketing automation? You, it's not just like you said, Robin, grabbing a tool, plugging it in, pushing mm-hmm. a button. So let's talk a little bit about what is the process that you go through strategically to think about, we brought data up, but what about, what other things would you think about, Robin, like at the beginnings of setting up your marketing automation? Sure. So the first thing is on the strategy level. So, you know, knowing your business, um, where and what direction do you want to grow? Right. Mm-hmm. So you, could you use some kind of statistical model that might show, you know, revenue growth is occurring in a particular area, but what if that doesn't fit to your brand, right? Then it wouldn't make sense. Sure. So you need to understand, you know, what, what is it that your brand represents and therefore how do you want to grow in what direction, what audience, what products? So that absolutely has to be the, the first level of decision, right? Sure. I mean, in some cases automation could be a bad thing in that example where Mm -hmm. you've set this automation up you know you had the best intentions or the business requirements were what they were a year ago Mm -hmm. now it's actually a bad thing you know those products are no longer profitable for us or the way of approaching our customers actually changed strategically where having that in place you know isn't valuable Mm -hmm. Renata what do you think well yeah I mean I I think again looking at the customer that we deal most closely with uh, they're their target audience has evolved over time and we're still starting trying to understand who that target audience actually is. Mm -hmm. So if you're using this automation platform in a repetitive manner, we're not actually taking the time to think through who that customer is, how do do we best approach them, um, and how to make them respond. So like you always need somebody on, on the data side to really think through how to best reach these people, and and so although and you can go interpret out, the the sort of the ongoing mm-hmm. engagement behavior, exactly some sort of adjusting, addressing on the fly, the results, on yeah. the fly, absolutely. That's that's certainly the when you talk about the human element never mm-hmm. leaving. Um, to me, that's a big part of it is mm-hmm. being able to digest and interpret not just based on that data, that campaign, but the from the a picture? macro lens, mm-hmm. what this all means and things that you know the machine can never really quite know, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think the best way for machines to work is with a certain level of predictability. And as we know, humans are, yeah, they, there are certain patterns to their behavior, but the best thing about people is that they are unpredictable, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to do certain things that we're going to need to pivot on the fly and, and 
no no platform is necessarily going to be able to do And maybe that. that's a good, you know, when I think of a, a big part of what we do um, is about not just the, the, the typical thought process here, and I think a lot of marketing teams that aren't aligned with sales, you know, they're just kind of off to the edge automating lead generation or demand generation. Maybe they're getting into customer marketing, but they're, you know, they're doing kind of like that on their own silo and trying to make their job easier. And maybe to your point, we're not like go after a broader piece. But when you're a big part of what Goose does is, is align your sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. So like w- w- what I would say, another way to start um, in terms of planning out your marketing mar- automation and why the human component is so critical is that asking the questions like, how do you sell today? W- mm-hmm. Like, how are you approaching some of those those uh, customer types to your point, Renata, like how do you, what tactics have been successful over the years to convert a dormant audience and, and get them buying again from a sales perspective. And then looking at how that, those things can be brought into the fold or enhanced using marketing automation. That thinking isn't something that you'll get yeah. out, of, out of a machine. You need, to, yeah. you need to actually sit down and plan those and, and have those interviews, right? Exactly. And, and, you know, certainly when you talk about AI, somewhere in the future, there, there might be, uh, uh, you know, there might be a world where, where robots can sort of feel and sense and, and make those kind of decisions. But we're, we're, nowhere, we're nowhere near there. And so having that sort of that mix of the, the human as well as the automation, that's really the best case scenario. And we used to build, we used to lo- build a lot of models, right? So that's really a, te- a data intensive, um, a very automated process. But one of the things that, that I learned is that if the results of a model didn't make sense to you as the business person, then the model couldn't be right, mm. right? Because it had to make sense with your business. So th- that's a way of, of using, you know, both the human and then the automated to be uh, really successful in your strategies because you're inputting both, I guess, the the strong points of, of both. Were you, you, you going to chime in? Well, there? actually, I was going to respond to a point that you'd made earlier. And I think um, one of the, the important things to think about is that even though we might be applying some of the stuff that we've learned with, you know, our sales team, for example, people, the, the way that things have always been approached, this might need to change when you're dealing with customers in a digital forum. Mm-hmm. So um, that's another reason to have the human element to be thinking through these processes because you do need to to change your strategy based on your approach to the customer as well. So things that may have worked before, like cold calling or, you know, a regular sales room may not may not apply. Um, and, and we need to think about that as well. So, or maybe the things that, you know, that don't apply, or maybe there's things that can actually make that, um, sales driven process better now, you mm-hmm. know, which is a lot yeah. of the enhancing the sales team, both through the visibility and the, the telemetry and, and, and helping them go in the right spots. But from a digital engagement saying we can, uh, we see where you're going here with how you would handle that conversation we can actually easily do that with an, with the automation system mm-hmm. and 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 bring that to life online, mm-hmm. right? What about even um, human emotion or like human judgment? Like for example, just being aware yeah. of uh, I don't know pop culture things mm-hmm. in society, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe not sending an email to California like burning hot fire or like you know just yes. something like that. Yeah. Whereas perhaps we're not at a stage with machine learning and AI where it's able to sort of right. have a layer of that kind of judgment. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and there's all sorts of equivalents, right? What if there, another huge sort of scandal comes out and it's very taboo and you don't want your brand necessarily being part of that, referencing it or just being associated with it at any level? Yeah, I could definitely see like when you're um, 
from a strategy perspective and you're moving into new territory um, that some of the traditional ways of measuring success, they may not be so clear to a machine. Mm -hmm. Well, you converted more Mm -hmm. traffic or you drove up a click through, but, and maybe we even sold more as a result, Mm -hmm. but were they the right customer? Did we, did we pick up a bunch of people that maybe while they did close business, you know, are those, total lifetime value customers, which we could through other types of mechanisms maybe have determined that, but we didn't. So was it a success? Maybe not. And you have to go back and look at that mm-hmm. you know, critically and, and, and evaluate it at a, at a higher level than just, well, your typical KPIs that you'd be throwing down in a report, mm-hmm. or you'd say, well, the automation did really well. And this month was, was really large. And then the business says, well, yeah, but three quarters of the products that went through that process we actually raised the price on them. So while it looks like revenue was up, it, it wasn't actually the mm. same, right? It's asking the why, right? right? So so the automation, again, report on your numbers. You can say, okay, this is what happened. But I'm really trying to delve into, well, well why did that happen? Because in order, you, you need to understand in order to be able to say, oh, we're going to continue along the traje- same trajectory, or we need to pivot because the, the why is directing us. In so, so many people get hung up on technology um, mm-hmm. that it's going to be the silver bullet. And I think I, I, I was reading a digital transformation article put out by Sid Lee over the weekend, and they were talking about, you know, s- stop thinking that the technology is going to be the answer here. Mm-hmm. It's your strategy and how you're going to use that that technology, which again is everything Isn't that, that we, we say also, That's everything right? that we say too <laughs> in terms of having success, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean, but when you think about um, our automation solutions, just generally, how does a what type of human resource maybe we should kind of move the conversations mm-hmm. if we can agree that having people and strategy is important well how can a, a, the average business kind of achieve that you know so they've maybe bought a product and how many times we're brought into an opportunity where they already have a platform and they're just not getting what they need out of it you know, how should they start thinking about approaching that what skills do they need to have internally to sort of challenge maybe both the business but as well as the technology to your point, Renata, to make sure that we do have the right data and we're not just garbage in, garbage out, or mm-hmm. the business looks at a failed automation situation and and interprets that as well. I guess it doesn't work for yeah. our business versus saying, well, no, it does. We just need to we need we you know we need to change our thinking up front. So what what like how can we best guide people listening here of, of the types of types of resources I guess that they should have. Do you want me to jump in? Or? Sure. Because this sort ahead. of this sort of bleeds from your previous point on strategy is sort mm-hmm. of asking and identifying a lot of those things. Like, what are we trying to do here? But you know, we've been we've been doing a lot of different talking at different kinds of events recently, and we've got this one sort of um, this slide or talk track around what we call the modern marketer, mm-hmm. and this idea that um, this is really the linchpin within an organization now. So mm-hmm. it's data driven, really focused on scale and getting it right, but it's also someone who is a master at the numbers and really understanding the whole landscape of what this one interaction with a, an audience or a prospect or customer or whoever, um, what the implications are with that engagement and how to go and do that again and again and again, um, as well as mm-hmm. a kind of a layer of tech savvy and mm-hmm. that whole landscape comment, just going back to that is recognizing that marketing more and more is now responsible for the sort of the end to end journey. And it's not just once the leads generated, you're out and done. It's what happens as part of that opportunity cycle and then even into the in-life experience, however that looks for, for any business. So mm-hmm. that that profile, Mike, that you're talking about is sort of, 
it's growing and, and broadening because of, I think, the linchpin-like role marketing is now playing in these orgs. Renata, what do you think? I think actually somebody else would jump in on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was a mouthful, no, sorry. I, no, I, I agree. And it, it's it's interesting if you think of, of the skill set, right? So you've got like the, you know, sort of the, the hard skills like the analytics, um, financials, and then sort of the softer skills, which range from, you, you know, maybe branding. And then the, the other thing that I always think about is, being able to take the lens of, of the consumer, mm-hmm. the consumer, right? So that that's another that's another aspect. Do you agree with the notion that marketing should sort of be the one who sort of represents the consumer? That's an interesting question. Like you should be able to, as the marketer, yeah. wear the lens of the, or, of the or at least be able to to build that out. Because I I, I right, think within right. an organization, you know, you have so many people who actually touch the consumer. Um, you know, from your, your sales team to your account team to your, your customer service team. Mm-hmm. And each one of them have a, a different conversation with the customer so they can contribute or they should be contributing to uh, yes, that, yes. that customer picture from, you know, what does the customer want at the beginning of the relationship? How do we engage with them at a, you know, in a growth? But then what are some of the problems or the roadblocks they, they come up against? And, and that's that's that creates the customer lens. So if you think sure. about the benefit of your product or, or how you build out new products, that's how you need to sort of. Frame so that I up. think we have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we have sense that machines aren't going to replace us anytime soon in the automation. Mm-hmm. But it's probably equally great when you can be strategic and automate effectively, yeah. but also to. Um, have a level of of the automation in place so that you're not you, you can go out to larger audiences you can drive bigger value um, and you're not just doing this all manually on the back mm-hmm. of a, a bunch of resources yeah I would say another uh, situation that we come up a lot is that there's a lack of strategic capability I mean I think there's no um, maybe there is just they, they're not aware of the a level of strategy thinking that needs to go in to your point we're not like being able to pull back well i mean certainly uh, to respond to what robin was saying we've noticed that there isn't necessarily a a, a workflow and a, uh, an understanding of the different conversations that, that people are having along the way right so even though we're a little bit more transparent about what's happening on the digital side we don't necessarily know what's going on in the sales room mm-hmm. at the first level the second level when they close a sale or anything you know along yes. the way and so it becomes a little bit more difficult when you're trying to guide them and you're trying to guide them blind and i think on on the the company end we do need a human there to actually talk us through all of those various steps to yeah. actually be able to facilitate working with them and, and not to change that just a point without sort of veering another direction but you see in uh in a lot of companies over the last couple of years there's been this um chief customer officer right so not in charge of marketing not in charge of sales not in charge of technology but is in charge of understanding mm-hmm. what today's customer uh, the future customer what they really want maybe bringing those things together but there's um this thinking is a skill that we can bring as a partner mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of bridging that gap sometimes even your internal marketers um, that you may have put in charge of the platform, they may struggle with yeah. being able to communicate and bridge that gap to the executive team on how well we're really doing or how much more time we're going to need or 
that automation test that we did, you know, it failed, but, but that's good. Now we can look at doing other things. And mm -hmm. sometimes you can have this um, lack of, of strategic um, bench strength or, or ability to really, really kind of take grip of the situation with the executive team and help them, you know, right the ship down the right path. So there's an opportunity, a little plug for us as a partner, obviously. Yeah. But um, also when you're thinking of building out your team to say like, don't, you know, maybe look for someone that has some experience really taking an organization and transforming them, um, not just maybe working on an automation solution yeah. for some company that, that, you know, that's great. They have skill sets in that. But if you're talking about being strategic and being able to sit with an executive team and move an initiative forward over a few years, that's a skill that, that, that needs to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. I think that wraps up the humans versus machines. I mean, I'm very, I'm very happy that we're not going to be replaced, replaced. by an AI bot anytime soon. But Canada <laughs> has a big vision, Kev, yeah. a big AI vision. Yeah, they're going all in. So there's a good chance that we won't be around anymore. Can we, can we make get an AI bot <laughs> and make point. sure that we always have coffee in the office? Because I'd be in for that. Well, no, we'll be bringing know? coffee to the AI, AI oh, bot. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. that'll oh, be the thing. That's scary. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 Great. Well, if you like today, uh, please like and subscribe and favorite the podcast. Uh, throw us a review if you're on any of the platforms that support that. And head over to goosedigital.com slash blog to uh, see our podcast and learn more. Thanks.